0: the hope is that this is an invitation for you to then consider your own journey with this thing. Yeah. And say, talk to a friend or find someone or even talk to yourself and just say, what's my vacation journey or what's my rest journey or what's Sabbath to me? Those kinds of things.
1: Yeah. Were you, were you looking at the fake box while you said I was, that?
0: I wasn't sure <laughs> where to look. I was like, <laughs> hey, could you see me not knowing where to look? <laughs> your,
1: your eyes are darting over all over the screen. <laughs> everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I am Scott.
0: And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 148. Eight? Eight, is that it?
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it'll never end. Someday we'll be on like our, we'll be like 70 years old and on our 5,000th episode. And like episode 5,000?
0: It will get harder each time. It gets harder with each time a number is added.
1: I feel different. What? I feel different. In the early days, it sounded crazy that we were like on our 30th episode. I was like, 30 episodes? Believe it. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, we're doing lots of episodes. We're on our 148th, you know?
0: So many. <laughs> so yeah. many. Um, welcome, everybody, to this podcast. If you are a nose thing listener, you're thinking their audio is not the same as normal. It's not. <laughs> We're on Zoom. We're here. We're on Zoom. We but are. I want to
1: say we, our audio, no matter our audio on this recording right now, is better than eighty percent of the podcasts out there. I literally <laughs> think people go in like a bathroom and put like a shell over their bathtub and and talk into their hands like this in a bathtub. <laughs> how how is this recording and audio so horrendous?
0: Wow. <laughs> I I am I am someone who listens to this trash audio podcast in this final. You don't mind. You don't mind. Um, I don't mind. There's one that I was listening to the other day that was like there was like a full-fledged beep that would go off every like 20 seconds, like a beep. Like I'm just like, nice. Like I'm like, are you cooking something <laughs> while you're recording this podcast? It does seem like you might be cooking a meal while you tell me about narcissism but thank you and i appreciate the information
1: it does it does make me feel better about our recording because ultimately i think our recordings are good sometimes we'll hear kitchen chatter from your house in the background if somebody's really paying attention but like some some of those podcast episodes you try to get me to listen to it's like deal breaker in the first 10 seconds it's so bad i'm like i cannot listen to this but sometimes (laughs) The audio will be so bad, but the content's so good, so
0: good. It's that you're willing so good.
1: to get through it.
0: I literally, there is this one podcast that I'm like, the content is so good. I would consider re-recording this person's voice for you to hear this content. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. okay.
0: So welcome. We are talking remotely. I'm speaking to the audience here real quickly. Rundown of our show. We're a curious, curiosity podcast. We pick our topics randomly. It is about celebrating the discipline of being curious. And so we pick random topics and say, this isn't too small to talk about. We can have a conversation. And sometimes our topics are like helping you to be curious. And sometimes they're just random. And today is a just random episode.
1: Just random. And I think, I mean, big picture, there's so many meta things happening. You know, it's like, there's the idea of a practice. Like the podcast is a practice. Mm-hmm um like I was trying to explain to my wife today it was like oh you shouldn't be working on vacation I was like this isn't work this is like it's like morning pages it's it's like this is a practice of mine it's it's uh
0: I know it's like a weekly discipline we're gonna sit down and once a week say what are we curious about this week
1: yeah and something like this week which is vacation which seems like heavy quotes trivial or more light it's like, it's like I mean, we'll talk about morning pages in the artist way soon, but uh, there's this book, everybody, that we have been reading called The Artist Way. And this author has all sorts of helpful tips to help you get into a creative state. And one of them is morning pages. And you sit down every morning for three, or write three pages every morning. No the only reason I'm so saying that is because it's more about the practice than the content.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so for us, it's like, it's almost, I'm saying this very playfully, but because I don't even, I've never even had Snapchat, but I almost feel like we've treated this as as don't break the streak. Yeah. You know, even though we had broke
0: the streak last week though, for the first time, but generally
1: speaking, you know, an episode like this week, I feel like is don't break the streak vibes. Like it's not something we've heavily researched. It's not like this giant, massive content dump. It's just like This is part of what we do. We have these conversations. Honestly, part of, like I said, the meta thing is it continues, even though we have a friendship outside the podcast in terms of our recordings, this continues to cultivate something just between the two of us that is like, you know, just gets us in that curious headspace, the playful headspace,
0: you know. It's a container. As we like to say, it's a container, which is like the morning pages. The morning pages like is the container of three pages free association thoughts. This is our weekly container hour to two hours conversation based on a random topic contain that
1: yeah yeah our our, our normal listeners are like yeah 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 we got it yeah got we got it, it. <laughs> um,
0: okay so we decided to do vacations because I'm on spring break and you're kind of on spring break too I feel like
1: yeah uh, yeah I'm not in school but um my kids are on spring break so here we go you know uh, we're in that we're in that rhythm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's really hard to ever get
1: out of that rhythm. I mean, as an adult, I'm sure people relate to what I'm about to say, but it's like, for the rest of your life, you're sort of in that launch of like, it's summer vacation. <laughs>
0: oh, I know. I feel like that's the thing about like becoming, growing up and moving out of a school system. Like, Oh, summer. Like I work in the summertime. Like what the heck? Well, it's, supposed to be vacation like it's harder to work because we've been like trained
2: i
1: think that's a society fail
0: really that well, we do I, all vacation in the summer
1: yeah it's like if you're being trained that way up through high school and college like why not give society i mean it, i probably wouldn't work probably anybody that yeah. knows anything about how businesses work be like impossible. Oh, impossible it wouldn't
0: be able to work it would be it would be interesting if we did integrate a bit more of like a a sabbath space for adults in the summer or like maybe it was something where it was like a system that like rotated so that way there things would be okay but like it could be built more into your society like these these pauses these rests i think
1: we worked too hard i think we work too hard
0: yeah no i feel like so we chose vacations and we were debating between lots of like routes to go down because we were this the potential topic for this week was vacations or like like Sabbath space, rest, desert, white space, like, cause there's this interesting thing, vacation is it's it's kind of the most commercialized word of all of those, but it really is like its own seasonal, transitional, liminal space, like pause from the everyday life, from your work, from what you're doing to retreat, to have a different, a different setting, a different thing. You're doing something outside of, the the grind the hashtag grind it's yeah And yeah. I think it's a basic I think it's a need like I think I think everyone should be able to have like I feel like vacation is something that should be built into everyone's lives and cultivated like it's I think it's a human need to have rest yes. no
1: no now that you're saying that I guess it does add a slight little dose of seriousness to this conversation. I posted this on my Facebook today cuz I'm I'm sort of like an old grandma Facebook reposter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
1: which shout out to grandmas. I'm I'm not dissing grandmas. <laughs>
0: shout out to grandmas. I love
1: how basically every study says that students do better in school with less homework, a later start time and workers do better with more vacation days and shorter shifts. But we do the exact opposite in this godforsaken country because puritanical feelings apparently beat facts. (laughs) So, yeah, I like there there is a certain, I think there probably is, like, I'm I'm not trying to be too heavy handed with this, but like, there probably is a certain justice element to vacations. (laughs)
0: Oh, 100% a justice element, I think. Um, And I think that's the thing also of like in fighting for justice, work, and equality, it's like so that everyone can have access to proper rest and like receive rest. Um, but I think particularly folks who are oppressed by the system to rest in itself is the is part of resistance. Um,
1: Dang, we, we just cannot help ourselves going down this
0: path. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's true. Um, yeah, we said we keep it light. So we are going to um, maybe turn and we were thinking we wanted to keep this one chill. Uh, we're both still in, I guess, our own spaces Currently of vacation mode. Um, Scott is still not in Seattle. I am still on spring break. Uh but we wanted to share our vacation journeys.
1: (laughs) We haven't done journeys for a while. I feel like it'll be a
0: throwback. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like yeah, this will be fun. Um that's that's the vibe mostly of this, and then we'll check back in with other thoughts at the end. But that's that's the the episode today.
1: Side side note: In the early days of the podcast, I felt like, and this is just more prominent because we—I don't know if we've ever done maybe once we've done this Zoom thing before, but like um, in the early days, we didn't know how to vacillate and switch gears between talking to each other and the audience.
0: I know. I feel like it's I'm I'm like struggling with the Zoom.
1: Yeah, it's it's more it's more apparent this week, but but like but I still am sort of impressed with how you're doing it. You know. <laughs> I think you're doing a great job
0: I like can tell I feel very much more aware that we're audience like, yeah I'm like is there could there be another box on this zoom
1: <laughs> yeah why don't we just created one just to give us you could look at that space
0: <laughs> I also don't look, at me. don't look
1: at me when you're talking to the audience
0: I feel like also there's something with zoom that's like when you're sitting, even across from the table, there's a little less like direct looking at each other. Like with the Zoom, it's like, oh, if I look at you, I'm looking right at you. And I'm ah, like, there's an ah. audience there. Like, how do I- How do you look
1: at me while you're talking to the audience? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really do need another box. <laughs> um, okay, you're gonna give your journey first.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I We're thinking that like, not only, Will the journey be fun? Because this is just a little, uh, little category that hasn't been excavated in our lives. So for right. the two of us, but also for listeners, if you're interested, like if I was listening to podcasts that I liked, I, I'd want to hear the vacation journeys of the hosts.
0: <laughs> True. And like with any episode where we go down the journey path, the hope is that this is an invitation for you to then consider your own journey with this thing. Yeah. And say, talk to a friend or find someone or even talk to yourself and just say, what's my vacation journey? Or what's my rest journey? Or what's Sabbath to me? Those kinds of things.
1: Yeah, were you, were you looking at the fake box while you said
0: I was, that? I wasn't sure where to look. I was like, <laughs> hey, could you see me not knowing where to look?
1: <laughs> your, your eyes are darting over all over the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this circle is really real. I'm going to put my blue like, light glasses on. Oh
2: my gosh, this is so <laughs> good.
1: <laughs> put on some sunglasses. It'd be like Casey Neisda. put on some sunglasses. Um, yeah, uh, if we were doing it quote unquote right, you know, we would have prepped the audience. We would have had people share their vacation memories and journeys. True. We probably posted some old Scott and Mace pictures of our vacations.
0: We could but... still post pictures of us as kids on vacation.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't have access to any of my picks, but I'll try to find some. <laughs> no picks. access
0: to your picks?
1: Okay, I'm going to mix, I'm going to miss big things, you know, yeah. like, but my family doesn't even really listen to this podcast. There's no need for anybody to get offended. I mean, uh I I, I have three big things in my mind. Three big okay. things.
0: Okay.
1: The first is that growing up, we had a, a, a lake cabin. Wow.
0: And
1: I think it's really important to distinguish between a lake house and a lake cabin.
0: (laughs) Okay, yes. Uh,
1: This is in Twin Lakes, Idaho. It's something my dad's family owned growing up. It is in the middle of the woods with an outhouse, no bathrooms, you know, and it's something that I'm so happy that I got a little taste of growing up because, you know, we had to get there in a little aluminum boat with one motor. You know, we got all our groceries on one side of the island or the the land and then had to cross this lake to get to the place. You couldn't get there through a path or Mm -hmm. you had to cross the lake. And then you had to go through the woods through this meandering path.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, you get out to this cabin. And, you know, when you're younger, that's all you know. You're like, this is life. This is life. I'm not like, oh, this is cool. This is different. It's like, this is our place. And yeah, once you get out there, it's just like a little outhouse, a little stove, a little Furnace. um We had very, my brothers and I, this was so fun for my brothers and I. It's like we had our, we had our own little bunk room, and even in that, like thinking back, like we had a little bucket in the middle of the room that we could pee in in the middle of the night. <laughs> we did not want to go out to that outhouse. So like you No, know? not
0: the outhouse. Yeah. Would it be? Was this which side of the family was this? Your dad. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, well, that's sweet. So my dad
1: grew up in Spokane. So this is like in the east side of Washington, but this. Twin Lakes were in Idaho, but the uh, it, it just in terms of the vacation journey that was like as earliest memories as I could have until about twelve, and then they sold that lake house or cabin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But strangely, the family bought it back, and so many of my family members have been back out there, and they post pictures.
0: Like it's, your cousins.
1: Yeah, that house or that cabin has one of the deepest wells of nostalgia in my, impossible, in my spirit. And mm-hmm. I'm almost scared to go back, you know?
0: Have you not been back since you were like 12?
1: Yeah, haven't been back.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. you should.
1: My brother Shane posted pictures of him being out there with all my cousins last summer. And I was like, wow, the lake cabin? Like, I can't imagine going back out there.
0: Dang. But, you know, yeah, this is imagine, time. you just have instant smells and feelings and brought, yeah. oh yeah. gosh, all of a swell.
1: Yeah. um, So just quick on that. It's like, no, obviously in that era of my life, no cell phones. You just wake up and my mom is this artist, you know, for us, it was like, and this was sort of the rest of my family. We were sharing that lake cabin with lots of my other cousins. And it was sort of tradition that everybody spent their days coloring. Part of the sweetness of that, you know, first of all, it really is, I mean, if we're talking about vacation, right? It's like, maybe one thing i could say and others could say is it's a it's a detaching or an unplugging
0: yes yeah And so
1: for me that's the best reference point i have because it was the most extreme but in those days there was less to detach from nobody had laptops
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: mm-hmm. um, or phones right uh,
0: would you guys color like coloring books would you color on
1: <laughs> all day all afternoon all afternoon and then it was so fun because
0: Oh, that's so sweet
1: my mom's creations always just destroyed everybody else we, we'd all just look and be like what but we'd still sort of use her as like our inspiration yeah, but it was oh, yeah. because around the whole walls of the lake cow- cabin was like it, it, all of the everybody's creations from the time before
0: oh that's so cute
1: yeah, yeah. so we would show up and we'd see oh those cousins have been here and there's 20 new coloring pages, you know. (laughs) That's
0: so precious. Gosh, I really love that. Would your mom paint too?
1: Not on those trips. It was mostly just coloring.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Well, I feel like that's a nice like little meditative vibe.
1: Yeah, but it was so funny because just in terms of the journey and the reflections, it's like, I'm just thinking back on that and it wasn't, there, it, it didn't seem especially young such a young innocent age if I picture myself at eight at the lake cabin there's no like massive like movement to unplug like I didn't have a tablet or an iPad right. that I had to leave at home I was just like here we are and I don't even think we had a phone
2: right like, oh, don't even think there, there was, was a there.
1: landline phone we were
2: <sighs> yeah
1: um and then you know we were probably a quarter mile from the lake so we walk to the lake and we just swim on the dock and we play and it's just us and maybe one or two other people or or we'd go for a little ride in the aluminum little boat like it was just a little simple boat but we'd go for a little ride and it was just those lazy
0: oh it's such a that is like this does feel idyllic
1: yeah and there were evenings i remember with my mom where she would tell us stories at night you know
0: I want you to write like a little like memoir to this, like yeah. I want you to write a memoir and have little, a story and write this. Like, I'm, I mean, i also want Annie Dillard to write it, but I also yeah, yeah. like- Well, <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I don't hardly ever think about it. I'm getting super nostalgic just talking about it. Um, there, there, as we got older, I remember my dad was like, well, we can teach these kids to ski. Cause I think my dad grew up my, it, it, like this is something about my dad that I'm kind of jealous of, but it's like, apparently for him and his family, they went and lived at the lake cabin in the summer.
0: Oh yeah, that's a vibe.
1: We moved to the lake cabin. So he grew up skiing out there and he's an amazing skier. So I think as we were getting older, he's like, I'll, I'll start my kids learning how to ski. And I remember I never did really learn how to be a great skier out there, but we started with that little aluminum boat and uh, there was this like big long sandwich board thing. As I, learned, I learned on a, like a big long, it looked like a big giant surfboard. And a, I'm just, like, getting pulled along.
0: Was it, was it like, a wakeboard?
1: It was something that somebody probably made.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, it wasn't anything that you'd buy at a store. <laughs> there
0: you go.
2: <laughs> that is so um, funny.
1: Yeah, it was just, a, it was, just like, a, Even even back then, it was, it seems like it was a step backwards in time, you know, and as we got older, I remember just, like, looking back now and thinking we Would get like a blow each brother because I have two younger brothers. We'd get like a giant blow up thing to be in the water with, and we would just lay on it all afternoon. Yeah, yeah, there's just nowhere to go.
0: Yeah, but I'm I imagine it was really nice. Like, I imagine you loved going there.
1: Yeah, so fun. No, I loved it absolutely. Lake cabin. Um,
0: if. if- if Shane and Skylar were on this, they would be, you guys would be like, in this, in this, in this, yeah. in this. I
1: probably remember the most because I was the oldest. Yeah. Like when we probably stopped going, Shane was probably like eight and Skylar was six.
0: Would you go once a year? Yeah. Yeah. In the summer? hmm Yeah, that's super nice.
1: So then in terms of the journey, at some point, those overla- Those switched. Okay. And my, my dad's a pastor and they we had a family friend who had a condo in in a resort in in Oregon called Sun River.
0: Oh, I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, and that became the main place and still for my family is the main place.
0: Like your family, like if you guys were to all go and gather. Like growing that's up family. This other theme of vacations that's like emerging is like vacations is like that, that time when you get your family together. So yes. You have a place, but you ultimately like the place is just also mostly about getting your like your extended family together or like we all do this thing together. There's like a. Yeah, that's that's like a primary element of the heavy quotes vacation.
1: Yeah. And as you say that, that's really interesting because throughout my life, these are sort of sacred spaces, right? These vacation spots. And it was primarily my family, which was five people, my mom, dad, my two younger brothers. And now, as you say that, there were a few times where we dabbled in, in inviting extended family to those places. And it always felt like such an intrusion. I was like,
0: like this no, is with not with my parents. Yeah, this different. is not
1: you don't belong here. And then there's just so much more to focus on so many wild cards. And yeah. yeah. Um, so I think looking back on those things, once Sun River happened, you know, it's like it's a resort, but it's not like a big fancy resort. It's just a a place with some golf courses and a little village. And, you know, I would say to me, in memory and nostalgia, Sun River even trumps the lake cabin.
0: Hmm. Oh, interesting.
1: Because it just became this ultimate, you know, dreamy state that we just got to go and be at this condo for free. And then, you know, they have all these bike paths and all these traditions started. They have a like a little ice cream shop in the middle of the village called goodies and you know you go there at night and you get and at the time like I just watched this uh, documentary on Netflix that I recommend it's called the last blockbuster
0: okay wow I and am they, curious
1: they just go into the nostalgia of what it was like as a family when you're young to go and rent a movie yeah
0: yeah at
1: the movie rental place <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and it's like you got your one movie or your two movies Oh, the mm-hmm. smell of a blockbuster! Nothing yeah. is like the smell. They like say
1: they go so hard on just talking about the smell of the blockbuster.
0: Like, why is it such a potent smell? I don't yeah. know what it really is in the cold, yeah. cold air of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So for us, there they're just established that rhythm and that pattern, the drive. It was about an eight-hour drive to Sun River. It's like you, you yeah. Drive there's also away. the
0: drive.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. You come into Sun River. You have your bikes. You know, we have our bikes attached to our van. Um, we got all our bags. We unload. The, the the Sun River smells like something, and then, you know, there's that resort vibe of as kids. Now you have these bike paths, and you're just riding bikes all over the place. And, um, you know, there's a pool in the middle, so it's like we spend the day at the pool. I mean, even that nostalgic smell of sunscreen. I was I was putting sunscreen on my face a few times a day. I was like, oh, Sun River and the pool and.
0: No, it's like you, you can't escape that, that that like, especially with the smell. Like, oh, a memory. Yeah. Got it. Now I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, this this part isn't turning out to be very funny or anything, but, like.
0: How dare I mean... you thought? Your vocations <laughs> are <were> funny?
1: <laughs> if my brothers were here, we could start telling really funny stories. But I just.
0: Why imagine? I I, your brothers, when they came on the podcast to talk about toys, you guys were fucking popping off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would be popping up. They'd be like, Sun River, the bike, good Like you guys just hype each other up.
1: I will tell a funny, strange story about Sun River. Okay. Um, is there was one time we were so, we were so entranced by the fact that this condo we stayed in had a hot tub, you know? So that was like, usually the tradition was the very first night we'd get there and we'd all get in the hot tub. It's probably like, by the time we've traveled, we're getting there like at 10 at night. It's like, Tradition says we get all get in the hot tub.
0: You're so excited. Is that you're yeah. just you and your brothers, or your parents too?
1: Sometimes my parents, but some, usually I felt like the vibe was like the kids are going in the hot tub, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And um, it's it, the hot tub was situated in it, this condo is like four stories, and we're on the main floor, and there's this deck that overlooks a little golf course, and we're in this hot tub. And I remember, you know, there's that little floaty uh, chlorine thing in yeah. the hot tub, yeah, and none of us knew what that was but you could tell there were strong smells emanating from, it. <laughs> you know? And so this is a classic older brother move. I was oh, like, no. smell it. Somebody should smell that, like, put your nose up to it.
2: and Well,
1: I eventually convinced Shane, my middle brother to smell it. And uh, he started hyperventilating and we had to call the fire department and they were putting an oxygen mask (laughs) i'm getting teary teary teary-eyed just thinking about it. i was like i've killed my brother i've killed my brother
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that is terrifying does he remember that
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: oh that's like a that's a scary story in his life in a scary story in your life
1: yeah super scary i was like i that was not the intention i thought i thought he might be like oh that smelled terrible and i'd laugh but it was like (sighs) and we're like Call the fire department. He's like, (gasps) and they had to come and like, it was so dramatic, you know? Oh,
0: but he didn't, they didn't, they just gave him oxygen and then they left.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wonder
0: wonder if he also like really panicked himself too.
2: Probably. I imagine
0: that it was like a combo. Oh, dang, little Shane was, which were you able to get Shane to do stuff more than Skylar?
1: No. I, both equal I think mm-hmm. <laughs> as the older brother <laughs> actually if we were talking as brothers and we were negotiating that we might say when all is said and done maybe between Shane and I both we got Skyler to do more things because he's the yeah. youngest
0: yeah yeah
1: but for me personally it was like
0: either one of them
1: yeah either one I'm trying to convince
0: and Shane's a nine one.
1: you know like Shane Shane to a certain extent has a stubborn dig his heel in mentality that he would outright admit to but like at the same time he was like okay i'll try that you know
0: yeah,
1: yeah. um not wanting to disappoint i know no no rocking the boat you know um yeah so i guess what i here, here's what i'll try to say because my head my my head is flooded with things places i could go about so i know
0: that's the thing it's like it's such a nostalgic this is this is a nostalgic topic
1: it is like we're in nostalgia land right yeah, now Yeah, right? we really it, are my, my, my Sun River memories are flooded with haze. like They're just thick with like mist and like a, a real warm mist. I have so many memories because it was basically like, you could say maybe, I think there was an overlap of Lake Cabin to Sun River, like maybe around 10, we started going to Sun River. So I think like 10 to like 26.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I going to Sun River. Um, but what I'll say about that, again, this is more of an age, all thing, all of a sudden, because what I mourn the most about those vacations, especially everybody, I guess one of the impetuses for this episode is I'm on vacation with my family, so I've got teenagers now, sixteen and fourteen, yeah. and not only is it quarantine and they're still in school, so they have to have their computers, uh, and they're they have different school schedules. So the first week we were here, Jack was in school and Avery was off. The next week, Avery was at school and Jack was not in school.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is also kind of messed up in its own way, but. Um, it's not just that the kids are on their phones and computers it's that we are also on our phones and computers and it's just the way but for me in Sun River and even the lake cabin like thinking back to that generation in that season of life there was just it, it seems like technology has limited our time I felt and this could be an age thing too that those days on vacation had unlimited time. Like yeah. those summer, every years were years where I really started reading.
2: Yeah. And it
1: was so unintentional. It's like all of a sudden you find yourself at one o'clock in the afternoon in your condo, and you've now decided to read Lord of the Rings. Nobody's stopping you. There's right. no there's nothing else to do. You're not distracted. I can hear my dad outside doing something i can hear my brothers over there doing something and all of a sudden i'm reading from like 1 to 4 30.
0: right right you just lose track of time i mean yeah. I, I feel like there is this another element of this idea of like sabbath rest pull away vacation all those things where it, it also pulls you potentially into a different time warm time zone but i think what you're saying is like technology is kind of like a tether back to time in a way
1: Totally. Oh, well said. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even as I've been here and I've done morning pages and I have been reading and reconnecting with my family, there is this poll every 45 minutes or so I'd say to just glance at my phone, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And I could be disciplined about that, but even the discipline is a thing,
0: you know? Right, right, right. i
1: never had to make that decision.
0: Well, and it's also really hard to do that. Like I, I feel like the other day I even was like, I don't want to be on my phone for like 24 hours. And I'm like, we've we've set up our society in a way that that's really hard to do like there it's almost
1: you almost have to make an announcement
0: no you do have to make an announcement and then it's like <laughs> i have to make it a fucking announcement for this but also yeah. I, I do actually know that i need to make an announcement and like that's that's its own weird thing it's like it would be nice to maybe go on a vacation and truly be like the announcement is two weeks And it would be hard at first, I imagine, but then you would, I feel like slowly it would like, you'd start to forget a little bit. Like, you'd yeah. Like what
1: if, what if, what if we were friends in the eighties, you and me, you know, it's like, what would happen? Cause there is that thing that that happened the other night where I was like, I texted you this scene of the, the, the pond or whatever I was at. And I didn't get a text back for like 30 minutes. And now, now I'm worried, you know, but that's just the culture we've established. It's like, You didn't you didn't get that. You didn't get that in the eighties or in in any time. I'm just thinking about my own childhood. Right. You know, you called someone and left a voicemail and and you expected them to get back to you eventually. Right. There's no
0: exactly there's no instant and like
1: nobody's sending pictures of anything or videos.
0: (laughs) No, which I feel like this is the thing too of like being pulled away because I've been on my own like semi-little vacation and a large part of it has been trying to not be on my phone as much and just like letting myself like at first it seems scary but then it's like no this is a very big gift to myself Mm -hmm. um but it's like there is the pull like i can tell like even not being at because i was staying at your house which is kind of its own vacation i'm like okay i'm back here and like i still don't want to be on my phone that much like what do i do how do i do that in the how do i bring this is the other struggle with vacation it's like when you step away, you rest you pull back all this stuff and it's like well how do I bring this into my everyday life And it's yeah. like integrating it then becomes its own challenge and it's like then you come back and you're like dang I can't do this and it's like, well of course now there is more to tether you here it's just it's all a swirl <laughs>
1: Oh that's, that's well said. I like that idea of just at least bringing the spirit of vacation or Sabbath or rest or whatever it is into your daily life.
0: No, I, I've been feeling lately that I kind of want to do like a once a week. I mean, this is truly, if you were to think about Sabbath, like a Sunday thing or like a a once a day a week thing where I really am like, I don't, I generally am not going to use my phone and generally going to like unplug and generally take a vacation attitude. I mean, that is kind of what Sabbath is.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, here's now I'm gonna here, I'm gonna end my journey by 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 saying a few quick things. One is okay. this is another story someday, but my family did win two separate trips to Disneyland and Disney World growing up.
0: Oh snap, entered those contests, got those, those
1: contests. That's a side note, but obviously then I got married and I had kids and um, you know I, there was an early early few years of trying to negotiate in my vacation with Marissa's family, or we vacation yeah. with my family. Yeah. Do we rotate, which we did do? You know we'd go to marissa's place and we'd go to my family's place we took our kids to sun river a few times marissa and i de- decided eventually to be like we're, we're doing our own vacation with our own kids
0: right right that
1: was good for us and then you know, my kids now are 16 14 and that's been also a negotiation like because of the model i think i had of sun river in the lake cabin i wanted to establish something s- consistent that we could return to right So we did, we've done Santa Barbara a little bit, but Whidbey is another place where it's like like sort of grounding.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like Santa Barbara and Whidbey are your your family's two places. Yeah. Um,
1: So I think that's the, that's where I'm at currently. Um, Maybe in 20 years we'll look back and there'll be a new place, you know.
0: True, true. I imagine that if I were to have, actually, regardless of if I have children or not, as I grow older and be able to take, cause I feel like there's also like this interesting element of I'm like 26, which is an interesting vacation zone. Like I'm still establishing potentially as a person to like earn vacation times and like be able to afford going on vacations. And I'm still like kind of a part of my prior family's energy. Like there's this, I feel like I'm in an in-between and I do see like would be being a place that I would consider a vacation spot to go to yeah <laughs> <With> well, <eyeballs. laughs>
1: we've already established that you just feel good once you get here right
0: yeah 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 oh, oh. and
1: it, it's just got that vacation thing that we were talking about like there's a certain just piece of the nostalgia of getting to your vacation spot like getting on the ferry boat to get here is just like your spirit just like descends and settles yeah, and,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's another piece, this transition, like it's a, like a, a vacation also implies there being like a transition to and from that place like that. That is so much also an establishing energy. Uh,
1: all right, you're going to do a journey.
0: Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. Okay, are we back?
1: The Mace vacation journey.
0: Mace vacation journey. Okay, let's think. They're California. really... What? California. California. It's true. Grew up in Northern California. Um, I feel like there is mainly one vacation place to be the most nostalgic to be spoken of. Um, So in my family, I'm the baby. So I'm not the oldest. I'm the one who's being told to do crazy stuff. And I'm like, okay, will you approve of me? Um, but I grew up with my family that like, there wasn't a super cohesive, well, my parents both had previous marriages. So there was also lots of like other vacations for my other siblings, like my brothers, Ethan and Aaron would go to Hawaii a lot because they're Hawaiian. And that was like a whole other vibe for them. But my primary vacation for my family was going to Santa Cruz, um, which, I mean, you know, this is my family's vacation spot, but like it was in my extended family was on my mom's side, which again, it's like all family. My mom had been going to this place that they went to since she was in like third grade. So my like my grandparents and my mom and my aunts and uncles would that was their place they went as kids and then by the time that I was born and we were going like the family had been going for like 20 some plus years. Um, And originally it's like it's in Santa Cruz and it's just this like little beach called the Salva Beach and it's like these little condos right on the beach and there's nothing more than just the condos on the beach. Um, but it's like super like you're right there on the beach. Um, and my grandparents from my recollection, recollection from like when I started going there, my grandparents had a place and like, I think slowly, like as more like families got bigger, people would then like rent their own little condo for their family. And my family in the early days, I don't know if we couldn't afford it or if we just wanted to do this, but would go camping near where we were and then like go into the rest of the family um but i mean it's like heavy with nostalgia this place we would go every summer for like the last week of july and santa cruz is nice i like the weather there because it's like not too hot um but it was like all my cousins so like just big family energy of like we're all here it's like a three-hour drive it's not too crazy um and when i was a kid i mean what
1: you drive south for that
0: you drive like for me it was like west southwest
1: Ah. oh okay okay
0: yeah because like sacramento was kind of in the middle right um but i don't know i'm trying to think of how to like there's so many aspects of it but like especially as a kid like my family I am I am competitive and love games and love fun and love like that kind of stuff love fun and I love at, fun, I love fun. You, Nate Looney, she really likes fun they, they really <laughs> like fun um so it was like a lot of game energy and also relaxing and just like very big family tradition like we're all here it's the whole family we do things as a big family like I remember one year like when I was a younger kid I was less game stuff and more like I just remember like playing in the water and like just the beach and that being and I have two cousins my same age so that was like we would just go and like play and like there's like 13 of us cousins. So like a lot of like always someone to be doing stuff with like, just like would eat a lot of ice cream. I remember going like all the time, going down to the beach, you play all day in the morning. And then like one of my cousins, their little cabin condo had a like spa, like a hot tub thing. So then you'd go in that and then you'd like go back to the water and then they would bring their Wii. So like technology has made its way into my yeah. vacations. Like they would yeah. bring the Wii and we would play Wii all evening
1: um like what would you play like tennis
0: yeah no for sure we tennis it was like when we first came out i remember that yeah. summer like when we was brand new um, oh man
1: i could see you so getting into that
0: i know i know little mace um it's like
1: being that type that's like swinging the we paddle extra hard way
0: too hard like hurting themselves no i hurt myself when i play we because <laughs> i get too into it all the time
1: um uh, and you're like i play tennis in real life so i should be good at this
0: no and then I'm like bad because I'm trying to play as if I'm playing Dennis oh no, you're really spot on with that um, I don't know it's like there's too many memories it's like too much but like the vibe of it was like just all day like you could expect people to be on the beach, you know, like we'd set up in a spot and it was like your family could go down whenever you wanted. You could go down whenever you wanted. You could go back to the place you wanted, but like world we we'll camped out as the whole Stroop family at this place, like a volleyball net was put up and you know, like the, the things are there and now it's like spike ball and like cornhole. Like those are the, that's the vibe. Um, but then like when I I don't know what age it started, but like there was a few years in a row where our family got like crazy about like activities together, which to me, I loved because I was like nice big group activities. We would play like Jeopardy every night in each house or like each family had to create their own Jeopardy for everyone to play. And it was like very intense, but really fun. And I would always play board games with my aunt. I always we'd play Scrabble for so, so, so long, which was also so fun. Yeah. Um, and a lot of cube with my grandma. And it was like the kind of vibe where I'd be like, oh, can I sleep over at my cousin's tonight? You know, or like, can they sleep over here this night? Or in like kind of like going between the houses as a kid, I loved. But it was also like the ground was wood. And I always was I remember having a really big fear and it's coming up of like getting a big splinter. Like I saw someone the ground
1: else. was wood <laughs> and
0: I was like yeah. so scared of that um but no it was like really sweet and just like filled with a lot of like family tradition like this was the time of year and it still is my family still goes to the beach I have not been in the past two years and we'll probably go this summer um but like it's it's kind of like the thing that our family like if we are all gonna see each other it is going to be like at this beach trip um and like I think it also just like really carries a lot of tradition of like my grandparents. Like they go up now for two weeks and like they spend a week up there like on their own and like it's just very it is really nostalgic that place. Um, so yeah, we
1: that's nostalgia. What we do have an episode on nostalgia. We
0: do have an episode nostalgia. Um, I feel like that was a very scattered thoughts around that vacation. I remember like it's also it just every weird. summer. Every summer. Yeah. Yeah. Every summer. Um, and I've definitely like, there's definitely every once in a while, like our family will miss or a family will miss and like, that's fine. But it's definitely like felt, I feel like, Um and it continues to be our family vacation spot. And I think it will continue to be our family vacation spot for like years and years to come.
1: This Um, was never really my energy, but I understand it, you know, because like our family really was so private with the vacation, you know, but like I do love that feeling, even though I don't—I never did it, but I can understand the idea of like posting up in a spot with all your squad, with all yeah. the, and then I think one of the things we're capturing in both our journeys is this idea of like, now anything can happen in this space. Like right, people right. just, what happens happens.
0: Right. No, exactly. It's like you could go and you could read the whole day and leave and come back up and come down. And it's like, when are they going to come down? Who's to say? And Yeah, no, totally. It was also fun because it was, well, fun and scary. I like have a mixed relationship because I once almost drowned while I was there. And like, I probably didn't actually almost drown, but I panicked and thought I was. And so that kind of counts in my mind. Like, (laughs) like I was, there was a year where I went out to go boogie boarding and like got got too far out and got scared and I was like yelling for help and no one heard me and I finally found my way back in and was so upset I was like nobody was gonna save me and didn't go back in the water for like three years like I was like
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a few days
0: <laughs> no I was like I don't like the ocean I don't like it and I don't want to go back in it, and I don't, it was, I was too scared. I mean, it's very classic me, like, I get scared of something and then have a really hard time reintegrating back to a similar situation.
1: Um, well, did you have, like, a go-to person? Was there a cousin or a sibling that was, like, your main go-to, or was it just everybody?
0: No, kind of is everybody, like, my two cousins, Sadie and Sam, like, the three of us for sure were, like, together, the three of us, but I feel like they were always actually even a little closer and I also was like, if I could do something with Ethan or Aaron or Jonathan, like with my older siblings, like I would drop anything to have that. Like I was really like, if you would include me, I will come to do that. So it was like, if they included me in something then I'm like, yes, I'm in, that's what I'm doing. But if not, then it's like, I've got other things to do. I could figure it out. Um, but I feel like honestly, my aunt Liz and I, that was like where we connected the most Um was at the beach so
1: it seems like it
0: yeah so i feel like it was like also being like with the older family like that was also really nice like just sitting with like my uncles or like just like that's the vibe of like everyone being posted up like you could just go down and not know who you're gonna be like hanging and talking with and the whole vibe really is vacation like we're just hanging chilling like there wasn't really any expectation to, to do anything i mean there really was nothing to do um And like every year it also included going to the boardwalk, which is like the, you know, roller coasters and like all that stuff, which I was a very scared child and didn't go on roller coasters or rides for so, so long. So I was just like, I I half enjoyed it. And then I eventually like got into it and was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. So that was like high school energy was a lot more of like, I would bring friends and my friends would come up for the whole time, and that was really fun too. It'd be like, we each got to like. Meet my Cruz. cousin all bring a friend.
1: Santa Cruz and the boardwalk really show up a lot in your dreams.
0: They do. No, it's true. This is like a a very big dream place. Yeah. Santa Cruz shows up in my dreams a lot, a lot, which that's really interesting because I think it is a lot related to. Obviously, it's probably most related to this beach vacation, um, and like. Yeah, I guess it's also just like, there's a piece of Santa Cruz nature that like even Seattle reminds me of it a little bit. Like it's pretty green, the weather's kind of overcast. Like I like, I don't like the beach very much and I don't like like Southern California or like hot beach energy. And Santa Cruz doesn't have that. Like it's a lot chiller than like a Southern California beach vibe, which That's I always like
1: really- like really beach.
0: Liked. Yeah, like you could go and it'd be overcast all day and it's like there's kind of something fun about that it was like oh we're at the beach but we're like we're playing games inside
1: um and also like right to the other side of the freeway it's woods
0: yes oh it's beautiful woods beautiful yeah. woods. like the drive in is also just like winding in woods and yeah yeah so yeah that's probably my most nostalgic vacation like there's like other family vacations but nothing was like consistent like that was Um, my family was definitely big campers and like I think especially when I was younger I don't remember them very much but like there's just so many pictures of me as a baby camping Um, and my parents still camp a lot and like raft a lot and that would be like my my parents have now like established their own trips since I've moved out they're like we can't wait for you to come on this trip that we've established where they like camp raft along the rogue river um which may be one day i'll do um, you went to europe what
1: you went to europe a bunch
0: <laughs> well i did go to europe once in high school um but i i don't know i think i honestly i am a homebody like i i don't love Like there's a difference between vacation and travel too, I guess, would be something else to like, you know, like.
1: Good point.
0: Traveling is really stressful to me. Like I, if I were to go somewhere different than my home, I'd like to just go to one other place, I think, and to stay there. I feel the
1: exact same way.
0: Lean in. Like the idea, we went on like a traveling trip in high school, which was really cool. And like. A great experience but I, I, I ultimately was pretty stressed the whole time like I was I was pretty like not I never could relax like never could relax um, yeah you can't settle no no can't settle and like I think that's the thing too is like my dad is like a traveler energy like he travels for work all the time he loves it it's like he doesn't he's like living his best life arriving off an airplane and immediately going to a different like a restaurant and meeting someone and walking around and I'm just like <sighs> thank you no thank you and so where are
1: my rhythms where is my nostalgia where is my where are my yeah. anchor points yeah where are an
0: exactly um so yeah that's that's the vacation vibes i once went to hawaii with my siblings over christmas for like 2 weeks which was really cool because it wasn't with my parents like one of their like their grandpa had passed away and so they went for the funeral and for like a bunch of to see their family And I got to go to that, which was really cool, because I had never been to Hawaii, and, like, that was, like, very special to me, like, getting to go where my siblings had always gone, you know, and, like, be brought into that. Um, I think that, that would probably be considered vacation. That was probably the biggest, other biggest trip for me. Like, it felt like a very big transition for me, too, of, like, being older and, like, getting to go without my parents and... Being under my siblings' wings.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <That's
0: sweet. laughs> the but siblings. What?
1: The siblings.
0: The siblings. The siblings. Yeah. So
1: here's a question. I like this. Diff- I really love this distinction between a vacation and a trip, or travel trip. What do you call it?
0: Traveling, I think.
1: Traveling. That's just that. That's that's true. Some people love to travel, you know, and that's a, that's a distinction that my family and I, my current this family, not my family of origin, my kids and my wife, you know, I skew vacation vibes and I think my family skews travel vibes.
0: Oh yeah. They have all
1: these plans. Here's where we're going to go someday. And I'm like, can't we just keep going back to Santa Barbara and Whidbey? Like, I don't need anything more. I'm not really, you know, and then everybody's like, oh, but we could go here. We could go here. And they want to stay at a different place every time. They're always researching. And I'm like, oh
0: yeah. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I think the only place I currently would like to travel and I would like to go for like a month is Iceland and yeah. that would be
1: <laughs> And maybe maybe that would become a place you want to go to frequently
0: Right no I can see that I can see that Iceland and Sedona those are the two places Where is Sedona? Arizona Okay I've been What's one cool? time before and it's insanely gorgeous
1: Okay so is it just like a park what is it?
0: It's like it's a little town a city it's like red rocks everywhere in the sunsets. It's just like very pretty. It's very pretty. The colors there are just like a lot, a lot to take in.
1: Okay. Well, so, so let's just do this. As we're winding down our conversation about vacations, what is it? What is a vacation? <laughs> but also, like, what is it? What is it that, like, uh, what, what do we hope for, for the future of our vacations? <laughs> like picturing you the rest of your life. What is a vacation? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I guess. I feel like-
1: vacation, it, Is vacation in the cards for you? Like, are you planning on being a person that takes vacation?
0: I think, it, I, I think um, like probably a year or two ago, Mace would have thought, I don't know. And I would have felt like I should feel guilty if I wanted vacation, or felt like vacation was some like to vacation is to participate in injustice kind of energy or like uh, a fraught use of privilege. And that still is something that I consider. Like, I feel like I would consider like resources for a vacation and like be mindful of how many resources and how much resources I'm. Placing in a vacation but I see it as really valuable like I I think vacation is like and I think even more like on like the spiritual realm of like Sabbath or time away or rest or breaks in providing that as a container like I think to be a healthy whole person that can contribute my most like that to me does feel like an important rhythm to establish like most religious traditions have breaks and rhythms for vacation and like respite built into the ritual, built into the the calendar. Um, and I think, especially if I'm going to be a fucking therapist, yeah. Like I, I imagine I'll probably do like, like I just think that would be so necessary to like take a break and. Yeah but I don't see myself being a vacation person that like wants to take my vacation to go and do things. Like I see that as like go and be with yourself. Like I, I see vacation a lot more in terms of like a spiritual desert or spiritual rest than than like a time to travel. Um,
1: That's a funny thing we've landed on.
0: I know I know well I think it's I think it's true that I am like thinking of my own family growing up and I feel like that is besides that beach vacation which to me maybe that was the grounding So it was like the same place always going to this but then like if my parents were to decide a vacation it would be some kind of traveling like going somewhere new um yeah did that answer your question
1: yeah of course <laughs> we answered it uh episodes over You answered my question what do you I think? like to do this with your hoodie
0: do what oh it's getting a little a little cozy there
1: um yeah i think one of the things that that brings up for me is this thing that uh peter rollins said one time about just the idea of trying to choose a career where maybe a vacation isn't even necessary and i don't know how much truth there is to this but it sounded a little bit like a conspiracy amongst the corporations of like it's it's to the corporation's benefit that you get the vacation
2: because yeah. you come
1: back and you're a better worker so it, it's rooted in sort of a capitalist mindset and oh, so geez. so if you have sort of any dissatisfaction in your job well you'll get distracted from that dissatisfaction by getting your vacation and you come back and you're a harder worker So, some of that, even the idea of like, in quotes, vacation, which is like I I liked the idea of us talking about this playfully. You know, just sharing the nostalgic memories of our vacations from growing up, but at the same time, it is like, vacation is a strange word. Like, oh, it really is. Yeah, I do like the idea of more something more spiritual in my life, like maybe thinking about these spaces as Sabbath or desert or white space or. Um, but I also like the idea of uh, you know it being even more, I don't know the best word like um, uh, like a, like it's not a desperate salvation.
0: Yes, you know? yes, no agreed, agreed agreed. like yeah. I feel like there's this interesting thing of like you shouldn't be like, and I think you're right. Like capitalism has created this thing where it's like work, 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 but you've got a vacation. Yeah. So like you work for your vacation. It's like, well, I got great vacation hours. And it's true. You do, you have better workers, but like, also it's this interesting thing where it's like, well, what if it was more built in? And like, yeah. also I'm, you know, me, I am, if I can have a life where I'm only working a 32 hour work week, four days a week, yeah. I will be, I will, I'm working for that. <laughs> and like I do wonder how much we've we do we have these like little incentives. It's like oop, get your little Snickers bar at the end of your long work week kind of thing. And I think it's more of yeah, like it can be an intentional. But I also think it's important, like to have that break away from the space your work you're investing in. Um, but I feel like it's almost. Here's my other thought, because the part of this episode is I'm on spring break. I said this and I'm not going anywhere for spring break, but I was house sitting at Scott's house. So that was its own kind of like transitional. I'm in a different place, but I had a really, really hard time breaking out of like, I finished school on Friday and then I spent Saturday and Sunday, like thinking a lot about the next quarter and doing reading, continuing to read around topics that were related to school and like starting to busy myself. Like I was like, what do I do? Oh my gosh, I'm not in school. Like, and I like really had to consciously be like, no, like you are entering into a different kind of space. Like let yourself enter that. And I feel like there's almost this, there's like a shock going from the like the busyness, the work, the like, here you are contributing to society to like now all of a sudden just be, just be and like it's like I don't know how to do that I don't know how to just be like and then it's like you start to do that in a vacation and you're like oh my gosh just being is so nice and then it's like vacation's over back to it it's like oof oof it's an interesting don't know
2: how
1: to just be
0: yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and we want to I think that's the thing is like we just get into the natural
0: yeah
1: and we forget that we even have permission to just be you know
0: I know we forget it I forget we it. This,
1: uh, this feels like no small thing vibes, but we were watching this. My, I said this before we started recording, but like sort of a idyllic dad moment was uh, David Sedaris is a famous writer for those that don't know. And he's a writer that I really enjoy. And um, on the way down, I was I had gotten a new book on tape by David Sedaris. And I had listened to a bunch of the essays with Jack and we were laughing a bunch. So I was sort of in the David Sedaris mode. And uh, I, when I got here, I started l- l- watching some David Sedaris masterclasses with Avery. So I guess that's another thing of like, that's what vacation is for. All of a sudden you're not in your normal patterns. I can casually recommend that as Avery's coming up and right, we'll see. And now we have time and she's not going anywhere. So it's like, now we've watched four 20 minute masterclasses. So fun. But um, he had this phrase that I just loved. He called it um, blanket talk, beach blanket talk. Hmm. Because he has a beach house, and he was just like talks about going there with his family, and it's just the he was saying it's the casual conversation that comes when you're just wrapped up in beach blankets for four hours
0: right. there's a with certain state of mind, yeah, yeah, no for sure. when there's space and there's not pressure to go and do and think or have something to say, what comes out in that empty space is something different, yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: not rushed. Mm -mm. I mean, even this container of the podcast, this is not beach blanket talk, although it has that energy because it feels so random sometimes. Yeah. And we do let ourselves meander. Like, you know, you and I obviously just have a lot of agreement and trust that this is meandering. You know, we, we, none of us are ever, if, if anybody's thinking like there's nothing ever going on with Mason me where we're giving each other, with our eyes it says like
0: too much move it on there buddy
1: (laughs) um but you know with the beach blanket talk the conversation could stop for 20 minutes and you can just be staring out and then somebody introduces a thought and the and the thought hangs out there nobody responds and then maybe five minutes later somebody has a thought about that thought and all of a sudden something
0: picture it i can picture this exactly it's like you're hot you're laying there yeah yeah, no, that's just,
1: just nice. And I think it just gives us an, another alternative way of being together that we don't, obviously, I mean, I'll just speak for myself I, and most people I know, I don't think many of us get the opportunity to do that very often.
0: No, no, exactly. It's like they're, it's a precious thing. That's why I'm like sad. I, I almost feel like I, I wasted two days of my, my precious break by being like crazy and manic, but I'm fine. I'm like, hey. it's, <laughs> yeah, no shame. No need to do, bring the shame and do it. <laughs> I think I needed that. I needed to be like, what's this transition? This is hard, but okay. Now yeah. what do I need to do Yeah. to make it real? But no, I mean, it is, it's like, it's also like hard to transition back. It's, it's transitions too. I mean, the, you and I clearly are transitions are tough people. Like, Aww. like that's just in different ways for both of us, but like yeah. transitions are anxiety inducing. So like, a vacation does prov- like it's like there's transitions like you you i saw you packing to go to your vacation like big anxiety energy
1: the craziest thing about that is the worst all the anxiety that was happening when they're packing happened <laughs> like we we cannot find the sd card i knew there was going to be something i was going to forget and everybody if you're listening we have we have an sd card with a episode we did with this podcast that we like called this union life and, and we are going to release it. <laughs> in the next week or two and the reason we did a replay last week was we couldn't find this sd card and i left it somewhere in my house where mace is staying but i don't know where i put it and the house is just too big and too cluttered for mace to be able to find it so hopefully we're going to find it but like and
0: according, to it scott, and according to scott i am a c plus looker for things
2: you
0: are. You are. <laughs> but casually i think there's been like four you're or five c plus times looker though.
1: Four, four or five times where there's been something missing <laughs> and i come and look for it for like three minutes in your house and I'm like, it's right here and you're like what
0: <laughs> i guess it's because you were you were distanced
1: yeah maybe you need you know? a pair of eyes or something
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: I mean, I pride myself on being a good looker, so I think I have, I, okay, yeah, like, and I think part of being a good looker is going to very extreme lengths. Like, like, like for me, if like, oh, should we just say this for fun at the tail end here?
0: What? <laughs> you are gonna talk about my snail.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can.
1: Like mates lo- lost their snail in in, the, in my house this last week, so. So first of all, first of all, let's pour one out for you.
0: <laughs> I, I imagine Jung is having an adventure and enjoying now, himself.
1: Now, I, no joke, first of all, I, 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 I would have done many things, definitely would have pulled out all books from all bookshelves, you know, first step, first step, you know.
0: <laughs> uh, really?
1: I, I would have pulled the bookshelves out of the walls you know and it would have been instant it's not like the next step i'm like all every extreme measure must be taken immediately you know (laughs) that's my way of looking
0: (laughs) i definitely didn't do that and also i feel like i wouldn't want to do that because i'm like i would get your books out of order
1: yeah well (laughs) i have so many jokey things i want to say to you about that (laughs) it would be total in the total realm of jokes
0: What would it be? (laughs) I
1: would be like, well, how much does your snail mean to you? I'm just, I know your snail means everything to you. I know. No, I
0: mean, but I actually kind of feel like my snail doesn't mean everything to me. Like, I lost Jung, and then, like, Jung will find their way back, or they won't. Like, if this snail really wanted to leave and made a way outside, I'm, like, happy for him. Honestly, part of me wonders if that was meant to be. Um, Very wise. But no, I mean, I pulled a bookshelf back, so okay. that happened.
1: <laughs> talk about meandering podcasts. Now we're not going to talk about, like, good lookers and snails. And <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I I am curious. I, I imagine by the time you come back to your house, there will be not as much of a point to look for Jung. But if you feel determined to look for Jung, I would put that it in the double question.
1: whammy of looking for yung and that SD card, so. the sd
0: card so i would
1: feel so pumped and happy and proud if i found Jung alive in the office
0: <laughs> i would be so excited as well yeah. i would be like ah, i'm running to you <laughs> i
1: want that on my record i want i want i want scott found Jung to be in my, <laughs> my record sheet
0: <laughs> if you ever wrong me i'll just like pull back this record i've got this scott At least scott he found, found at least you found you don't forget that (laughs) remember that time i found you no i hope so i really hope so well um okay well this was cool vacations vacations um folks if you stuck around for this podcast hope you enjoyed it
1: (laughs) some things are coming down the pike next week we'll be doing probably the artist's way
0: yeah. Oh, very. soon we're going to be
1: doing an episode on object relations, phasing out of you know, talking about enneagram every five episodes and doing more of like a psychological thing. Gonna uh, we're going to do point. an episode on my chemical romance. Yes. Yes. We're yes. going to do an episode with Kevin Garcia called "Bad Theology Kills." Yeah, we are. Um, everyone,
0: you're advertising for us.
1: Everyone, please. Consider writing a rating and review on ah, iTunes for us. We
0: got two new ones.
1: Yeah, it goes a long way. Do you want to read one?
0: Oh, sure.
1: Is they're good. Um, also, everybody, a way you can help promote the podcast is just tell people about us. If you could post about this podcast or episode on your social media, fabulous. And i also say, we have a Discord channel for no small thing. We're trying to build a community. Of all of people that love to have meandering conversations, and you can well, you can imagine the types of people no small thing attracts, you know.
0: True. If people, you made this far,
1: yeah. If you made this far, time. and and so if you want to be on the Discord, which I highly recommend that you do, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can get access to the, to the Discord by just supporting us for three dollars a month. I feel like that's a pretty cool deal. So consider that. Now Mace, I think, is going to read a uh, review.
0: From N. Nora, which I think is one of my classmates. Um, must listen for enjoyable and thought-provoking. Can't see the whole title.
2: Okay.
0: Um, I love to stretch my brain while also not feeling exhausted when I'm done with a podcast. Same. Bam. This is the perfect balance. Mace and Scott have the loveliest banter. Shout out Ooh. to them. Uh, I feel like I've been invited into their living room and we're just chatting about what interests us. I yes, today you were invited to my porch. Really <laughs> grateful for the invitation to lean into curiosity with respect to certainty. Highly recommend. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. Ooh, with respect to certainty, but lean into curiosity. Oh, peak.
1: Thank you. Thank um, you, everybody.
0: So if you want us to read your review out loud and hear your name, shouted it out. right are you? <laughs> uh,
1: thanks for listening, everybody. I'm now talking to the air. I'm not looking at Mace and I talk to everybody. I don't know where to look.
0: I I'm looking at Scott. <laughs> okay, let's let's click the stop okay. recording.
1: Yeah, sure. Bye everybody.